Welcome to Letterboxd Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we will be discussing Colleen Hoover's Reminders of Him. Yeah, so I'll read the blurb. Also, before I read the blurb, I've heard people say Colleen (laughs) and now I can't live. (laughs) Colleen. No, it's Colleen. A young mother fights to earn a place in her child's life, but is there room for her? After serving five years in prison for a tragic mistake, Kenna Rowan returns to the town where it all went wrong, hoping to reunite with her four-year-old daughter. But the bridges Kenna burned are proving impossible to rebuild. Everyone in her daughter's life is determined to shut Kenna out, no matter how hard she works to prove herself. The only person who hasn't closed the door on her completely is Ledger Ward, a local bar owner and one of the few remaining links to Kenna's daughter. But if anyone were to discover how Ledger is slowly becoming an important part of Kenna's life, both would risk losing the trust of everyone important to them. The two form a connection despite the pressure surrounding them, but as their romance grows, so does the risk. Kenna must find a way to absolve the mistakes of her past in order to build a future out of hope and healing. And just like that, Colleen Hoover pulls another doozy with a very tragic story. (laughs) We're back on her bullshit. We are back on Colleen Hoover. We are back on crying. (laughs) We are back on nothing makes sense and life is a lie. Yeah, that's a pretty good segue though because like I feel like Colleen Hoover, she's really good at creating such like morally ambiguous scenarios because it's like you don't know whether or not you really want to root for Kenna or anything and it's yeah but yeah it's insane but sometimes the execution yeah drops I'll a give bit. Colleen Hoover this much she she is bloody fantastic at writing a good story <laughs> yeah yeah and I don't know how she churns out because every time I swear I go to a bookstore there's a different Colleen Hoover book that I haven't seen before there's like two or three it just pops up out of nowhere. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, how how do you write like you're running out of time? Yeah, I, I was just thinking, is someone holding her hostage as she like pumps out these books? Like, yeah. Goddamn. Alrighty, thoughts, feelings, emotions, Kenzie. Um, this book hurt me, <laughs> <laughs> and I personally blame Colleen Hoover. Um, I was sobbing uncontrollably during this book. Obviously, like, and we'll get into why. <clears throat> Sorry. Um. Once again, everybody, I'm getting over an illness. <laughs> I can't catch a break. Someone, please help me. <laughs> What's new? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. This book destroyed me. I. Uh, I find like books like this hard to recommend to people because a book like say it ends with us, I'm be like, oh, like it's a really um topical discussion on like um you know, like domestic violence and stuff. Whereas this, it's like, well, she went to prison and now she's back. Like, you know, like it's hard to be like, and also I sobbed the whole time. Like, I think, yeah, there's some books that I'm like, rather than saying, like recommending specific books to people, I'm like, oh, I just recommended this author. So like, if they stumble upon it, good for them. But like, this book hurt me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the subject matter as well is a little bit intense and devastating but yeah like there was only one real moment that i cried and i'm just gonna say it now it, it's when kenna met is it dm is that how you say it mm-hmm. met dm for the first time when they had their like little interactions at the end it was my only little sobbing moment but like as i've said to you earlier like i was i'm due for a good cry and i was really hoping that i would just like let it all out in this book mm. but it just it just didn't happen i'm sorry i tried very really hard yeah subject matter devastating colleen you've done it again Ultimately, this is not my favourite Colleen Hoover book, um, and I'll get into why a little bit later, but yeah, it was, I was glued to it. Surprisingly, like, it looks like a very thick, chunky book, but it's yeah. only, like, 317 pages and, like, what, 30, 42 chapters? 
It's like every five pages. What does your book look like? Is your book the same as mine? Yes, yes, yes. I will say the page, because it does feel like a chunky book, but I found that the pages feel quite thick. Yeah. And so that helps. And it's, but it is a very small writing compared yeah. to like. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But aesthetically, it's very nice feel to it and everything. And I really like the cover. Um, also, I just realized that the birds on the cover is probably the pigeons, which is an inside joke in the book. So for those who know, you know. Um, if you don't know, read the book. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you don't know, then why are you here? Respectfully, <laughs> go read it. Respectfully, respectfully fuck off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Want me to I begin? would like... No. no, okay, you can go. No, you go, you go. <laughs> no, no, you go. Oh. I always start, you go. <laughs> I was just going to say um, thank you for your kindness, Kenzie. Um, <laughs> I just loved ultimately how it just became full circle at the end. Because like, it yeah. started off with Kenna t- taking that little cross from the unmarked, the, the grave, make, Scotty's grave, making it unmarked, and then like yeah. having her daughter place it, or their daughter place it at the end. It was just a nice full circle moment. Loved that. Yeah. Yeah, I must say, I enjoyed a lot of elements to this book. Yeah, ultimately, I felt towards the end it was quite rushed and very lacklustre, almost. Yeah, I thought that the majority of the book would be like her. I thought that she'd see, meet her daughter early mm. and then it would be like proving herself instead yeah. of like. Yeah. I thought it was going to be, there was going to be more fight to it. Like, I'm going to mm. fight to see my daughter. Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. fight the, the ju- judicial system, however you say it. Yeah. I think the fact that it was written as to having her rights terminated like immediately, it seems like it would be very hard to kind of overturn that. And then also, yeah, I don't think, like, if you've had, yeah, your rights revoked, I don't think you can just turn up. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and be like, I'm here. It's, yeah, already like, a very dodgy situation almost. Yeah, like, yeah, the cops should be involved. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I was, and I said to you earlier, like, Kenna was explaining how, like, she was in and out of foster care because her mum, you know, fought for her daughter's rights. But her mum was actively negligent in her childcare. Yeah. That's why Kenna was taken away from her. But yeah. but then Kenna just never had a chance at showing that she, like her motherhood, I guess. She never got a chance at that. So I felt I know, but in it's a also weird... like she's in prison. I know, <laughs> and I know, but come on. Like she wasn't in prison for any child related incidents yeah. or deaths, you know. It just seemed a little unfair. Again, I'm not a expert on the on the criminal system or anything. I don't yeah. even know how accurate I just think any if of this you're, is. I think a lot yeah, if you are like pregnant in prison or what it like yeah you get your rights taken off but i think it's more like and then once you're out like it's revisited but yeah but like can for kenna it was it's never given a chance mm. i feel like this book as well is very heavy on the perspective on your perspective of the situation because yeah. clearly her potential in-laws were of the like, opinion yeah it's she's... one of those where it was like you need to re- root for her, but it was yeah. really hard for me to root for her. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, because yeah. like in the beginning, uh, during Ledger's, yeah, this is a dual point of view. We've got Ledger's point of view as well as Kenner's, mm-hmm. and during his point of view, like he he reiterates the story that he was told that like oh she caused an accident and she left Scotty to die, which you would yeah. think wow what a shitty fucking person. So like yeah. you don't you almost don't want to feel sorry for her. Yeah. Then, yeah, you get to Kenna and then you get to the realisation, you get to all her letters and it's just like... And it's morally ambiguous as well because you're like, Kenna, you've, you crashed the car and you left. Like, that is... But isn't it like, again, like, yeah, she did leave, but isn't she like trying to leave to get help? See, that's the thing. Like, I think she tried, but then it got to a yeah. point where it was written that she uh, just couldn't remember and she it was back at home. Yeah. 
And, like, then, like, first of all, it breaks your heart. Yeah, it does. It's a very shitty situation. Yeah, and then it breaks your heart again when you find out that Scotty was still alive. Yeah. For six hours. Yeah. Like, why you got to do that, Colleen? Yeah, Colleen. (laughs) When when, when we're pissed, it's Colleen. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And, yeah, that's the thing, like... It's the moral ambiguity of it. It's like, oh, well, she, she left the scene, blah, blah, blah. It seemed it seemed like she didn't try f- hard enough to get help, but she was also under all the fucking influences. She yeah. was, like, drunk and high, which is the worst possible combination you could probably be. God. So, like, it's, like, it's an it's accident. So, yeah, it's an accident, but it's so hard to be, like, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. But, again, with the whole perspective theme, it was – I liked these moments where – um, I think Ledger would talk to Grace and Patrick. Also, as you said to me privately, like, what boring names. No, I said they're fucked up names. Like, Grace and Patrick, sure, but Ledger, Kenna, DM. Yeah, look, it's, it's pretty cooked. It's, it's cooked. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as Ledger was talking to Grace and all that, like, Grace was of the opinion that Kenna, early in her relationship with Scotty, is like a smoker and a drug user. But then from Kenna's perspective, through her letters, like... Like, Scotty was the one indulging, but she was just caught with all the stuff. Yeah. And so there was a false opinion made of her. And, like, I liked the, those little revelations. I thought that was really cool. Did you realise that Ledger was Scotty's best friend? Um, I think only when she mentioned, like, the knowing the truck, I'm like, ooh, it must be someone from her past of sorts. But no, I kind of... The beginning was a, the beginning was a little rough for me. And yeah. I was like, here we go, here we fucking go <laughs> honestly it was such a messy beginning god like, wasn't it like jesus she like Col- colleen does know how to h- hook you in a bit yeah it was always gonna be messy but then like straight once he realized who she was he's like fuck off get the fuck out of here i'm like dude <laughs> I, I, I know it's like dude you're fl- hardcore flirting with her like you yeah. want you want her yeah I did, like, really respect the way that Ledger was written in that he was like, ooh, sexy lady. But then, like, when he realised, he's just like, oh, I'm not going to just think with my dick. Like, I'm going to protect my, like, surrogate child. (laughs) Which is another thing in itself. Why does a best friend who this chick has never met, why does he get priority over her own daughter? Mm -hmm. You know? It was just a whole cooked situation, I think. Yeah. But I did really like the kind of in Ledger's chapters, the moments where when he was coming around to her and, like, yeah. kind of, like, understanding her yeah, and, like, what she's been through. And, like, I liked that as well. It's, like, yeah, I like moments and elements of the book, but, like, ultimately it's not my favourite. Like, ugh, I don't know. It's frustrating. I, like, I think it would be hard to reread in just that it was so emotionally traumatising for me. <laughs> okay, I really did enjoy it. But, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'll just go into it like it was so traumatizing for me because of like how hard she was fighting for her daughter i mean but it also seemed like she wasn't really fighting hard at all like sure she got a job and she got a place like that's fine but like i thought she was gonna have more interactions with like the courts and like custody battle mine was just like yeah for me personally because hashtag triggered i was just like being a parent yeah, being yeah. a parent and other things. I was just yeah. like, oh. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like, that's oh, okay. No. I'm like, if, I'm like, if someone had fought that hard for me. But also, on the other hand, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> on the other hand, um, I'm gonna be a white boy with a podcast. I'm gonna play the devil's advocate here. Oh, um, no. <laughs> sure, you've given birth to her, but for the last four years, you don't know her. Hmm. 
Like, you could theoretically just go and restart your life somewhere else. Mm. And, like, of course it's going to have a happy ending, but if it hadn't had a happy ending, you've come into this girl's life, probably traumatised her. Like, I'm your mum, and then you're never going to see me again. It was, yeah. Yeah, it would have been different if the kid was, like, say, one or two at yeah. the time. But I guess as well, like, it's the last thing kind of of Scotty, memory of Scotty that she'll have with her forever as well, like, through their daughter. Also, yeah. it took me a little while to come around the fact that it was actually Scotty's daughter. I thought she was, like, pregnant with someone else, got in a relationship, like, that type of thing. Like, I didn't think he was a biological parent. And then for the longest time, I'm like, why is his in-laws the primary I was, gonna say, I was like, <laughs> why did you think that his parents... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Reading the first part, I don't know. I was just out of it, I think. But yeah, no, nah, it all made sense. But yeah, I honestly thought it was going to be more of a custody battle, but all she got was a restraining order. Yeah, and I don't like the way she went about things, like how she just showed up at their house or whatever. And like charged at them. Yeah, and then in like the grocery like store parking lot or whatever, it's like reach out. One, don't just show up at their house, like reach out to them somehow and try and be like, can we organise to meet in like... Yeah, yeah, there's a better way to go about it, I guess, yeah. In neutral ground, like... Like, yeah, again, organise it with the courts, Yeah, (laughs) you know, and the police. Oh, I just remember what I was going to say, back on perspective real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, such a perspective book. It, again, in Ledger's chapters and when he was talking to the, I'm going to just call them the, the in-laws, Kenna, the reason, like, she pled guilty is because, you know, she was just in absolute shock and devastation. Like, she showed no emotion and it came across as she showed no remorse and all that yeah. type of stuff. But, like, through her chapters as an audience, we see her. She's crying every fucking chapter. Yeah. Like, she is <laughs> anything she's but. broken. She is, yeah, broken. And it's, like, it's it's funny, watch, well, not funny, but, like, differing perspectives and ideas and opinions they all have of each other. Like, I like, again, like those little bits and moments Mm. um it was very good all right what were we talking about before before i switched oh the park oh how she went about it um i also thought there was going to be more of a moment where she does get recognized because multiple times in the book she's like i can't say my i've gone by nicole in case somebody you know recognizes me and it turns out no one really recognized her yeah but she's also from that town so it's like yeah it seems like, yeah, no one really knew. And it, I reckon it would have been a famous case. It seemed, yeah. came across as like a small town. So, yeah, I thought there was going to be more of a, Ken is here, and then probably people would have probably bullied her a little bit more or something or made yeah. her feel like shit. Like, but... even at the supermarket, like, did she, I can't remember if she went by Nicole or whatever, but it's like, surely, like, when you apply for a job and, like, on their records, especially, like, to get paid, like, you need to give them your real name. Oh, yeah, she, I think she did say to Amy she went to prison her boss and then she's like all right I just go on a call or something like that but yeah it, it got all sorted in that respect i just want to talk about the ending real quick i thought yes. it was a bit super rushed i'm sorry don't come at me because i got to like two page 290 odd or even 300 and like yeah she hasn't even met dm yet and i'm like when is this gonna happen yeah I was kind of hoping it was going to be a bit of a like, switcheroo that, like, she might leave and, like, never end up meeting her. Oh. I, I, I would have been like, ooh, I, that hurts, but I kind of like that. But, no. I think the reason why I didn't like the ending, because it was rushed, was through the letters. And I yeah. think it's inadvertently my fault, <laughs> because <laughs> the past three book Colleen Hoover books we have read, every all the plot pushing forward has been through either writing pieces, books, manuscripts, 
and all that type of stuff. And, like, I understand it is a very good technique in novels to, like, push the story forward just as much as music in musicals is what drives the story and the plot Mm -hmm. forward. Just now that we've read three books in a row that's like that, I'm a little bit over it and I got so annoyed. And it it seems like all was forgiven quickly as well. Mm. It's like, oh, fair point. And I didn't like the fact that they had to rely on Ledger's word. It was like they took Ledger's word that she was all right over kind of like but to be fair she did you know have inappropriate ways of trying to contact them but yeah still like she should have been able to like hold her own two feet against them again i know that like you need a story and that wouldn't be a story if like it happened (laughs) if if everything was perfect but like send them the letters yeah i did like though the aspect of um ledger being like oh well like falling in love being like shit like what do i do and then him having to choose and i did like how always like he was going to choose dm yeah but again like if i died i wouldn't expect you to like do that for my child fair because you would have other family and stuff to prioritize yeah but even like in this exact situation or whatever like i wouldn't expect my best friend to drop their life especially if it's someone your partner has never met yeah at the time See, I always found that dynamic Again, like Scotty's best friend or whatever went to high school or wherever they went together and he'd never met. I think, were they dating for six months, Kenna and Scotty, before this whole thing? Yeah. See, I feel like like it's a long time, but it's not like not a long time, but I feel like you would have met the parents a bit more. You would have probably met, met, met the best friend a bit more. Yeah. But then he didn't, and then Scotty didn't know he was the father or she was pregnant. And then I got a little bit confused. Well, not really I don't confused. think Kenna knew that she was pregnant till. Yeah, but then she just handed her daughter over to the the well, DM's grandparents, I guess. But that's also probably because she didn't want DM to end up like her in the foster system either. Yeah. So, it's it's fair enough. Have a nice, perfect, stable home. Cause yeah, she saw them as perfect parents for Scotty, cause, cause because Scotty was perfect. Although through the letters, I did enjoy reading their relationship. I enjoyed their relationship through the letters than Ledger and Kenna's relationship, to be honest. <laughs> I just It was so funny as well, because it was like when they, towards the end, when they were like having sex and everything and she wrote a letter, it's like, I'm sorry, Scotty. And they're making jokes. Like, oh, it's good, no. good humor. I've been thinking all day before the potty. I'm like, you know, the, Scot- the song Scotty doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Scotty doesn't, doesn't know, know that Kenna and, and me <laughs> do it in my truck every... When do they meet? Friday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. And then, like, there's the... um, There was a before you and a during you. Like, I never... Oh, for some yeah. reason, I never thought there would be an after you. Yeah. Oof. And it's like, trauma bonding. Yeah. <sighs> and just Kenna's miser- misery was just absolutely devastating as well. Yeah surprised she didn't because like once the restraining order was in place i guess like there was not much she, she could do yeah maybe colleen just wrote herself into a little hole and she like it's hard to get out of it without having to, to like rush an ending and like oh the letter yeah. says i'm says she's okay she's remorseful done yeah <laughs> also i feel like in prison even in like maybe the court system like a couple of psychology psychology psych- psychologist appointments there we go would have go. would have helped her <laughs> realize that she yeah is in extreme shock that's why she doesn't show emotion in times of great duress yeah. and like so i feel like the system in the book kind of failed her as well in I that think- sense I think that's pretty accurate, though. In real life, yeah. In real life, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, no, it was just interesting, those little elements. 
Oh, maybe we can talk about real quick Kenna and her relationship with Lady Diana. It was cute. <laughs> yeah. Her, her work colleague. Yeah. It was fantastic. And it shows, like, how... I think Lady Diana is a teenager, is she? Yeah. So, like, she has the parental-ish skills and ability. Yeah. I don't think it was ever about, like, No, her, no, no. Yeah, non-ability. Yeah, no. It was just the situation that she yeah. was in. And I guess, yeah, that perception that everyone thinks she's a, a psychopath. But yeah, no, her and Lady Diana, cutest friendship of the book, we stan. And it was so nice of, like, Lady Diana's mum to invite her to the Mother's Day thing. Because how yeah. shit would that be, though? Oof. Mother's Day and your kids celebrating with someone else. Mm. But then didn't Ledger go and see her anyway as well? Yeah, Ledger gave her yeah. flowers. But like, oh, I didn't know how I felt about that because it's like so you're awkward. Ag- you're acknowledging it, but also like, yeah, you know, like mm. that. Yeah, it's it's a really awkward situation, and there's no way to kind of avoid it. Um, but yeah, it was good that yeah, Kenna found some friends and faith in in her workmates. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know about you, but like her unit block or whatever, yeah. her apartment where she was, I was imagining it like just as one of those like shitty like motel looking things, like concrete yeah. rectangle building. And I was yeah. just like, I can't, I can't. Yeah, you can't do it, no. <laughs> um, I've seen the show Made and it reminds me of like, it's about a woman trying to escape or acknowledge that she is in a domestic violence situation. Domestic oh, yeah. abu- a domestic abuse situation with her partner and like the the shelter is pretty like a dingy unit block and yeah. that reminded me of that as well so mm-hmm. yeah and i just kept imagining it like d- a bit deserty desert yeah i got a bit of a yeah, desert vibe. like in the bar like when she's walking like from the bar to like home or whatever mm. but then yeah like where um dm is and like where his house is is like in the richer like up in the hills like yeah yeah very bougie yeah. And of course he's rich, because every man in this book has to be fucking rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything is easier when you're rich. No <laughs> struggles ever, except for Kenna in this situation. But yeah, Kenna and Lady Diana, it was great. I like when Diana would call um, Ledge, Ledger jerk. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was fair, but like they, it, it's fair opinions of each other. Like, yeah, she, he didn't know her full story at the time, so like he kind of had a right to be mad. But then, yeah... She had a right to be mad at him because he didn't know her story. But yeah. Yes, I don't know. But again, also, like, yeah, he had the right to be mad, but also he chose to pursue that relationship. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, it's like you know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah. Is it like a low-key saviour complex type of thing? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we love those kinds of people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe we can talk about Kenna and Ledger's relationship as well really quickly. From a pure, like, outside perspective, I'm reading a book. I was like, this is cute. I love sex. Um, I love them sexing together. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, as a person with morals, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Such a messy situation. <laughs> but also, let's talk about how Colleen Hoover likes putting two people together after someone has died. Uh, yeah, tragedy. We love that. Yes. And also, no, I get it, though, because I have heard, like, lots of stories in life or whatever about how people, um, yeah, about how people, like, their partner dies or whatever, and then, yeah, their best friend, like, is around. Because you're around each other all the time, and yeah. this being an exception, but, like, you would have, like, some sort of relationship with them. Yeah. And so, like, it just makes sense. I, yeah, I don't even know, like, what it's called, because it's kind of like, like Stockholm Syndrome in a way, like, mm. but it's not, I know it's not Stockholm Syndrome, but I'm sure there's a term for, like, falling for the people who are around you during mm. such a devastating vulnerable time 
Yeah. Yeah, Allah, November 9. We, uh-huh. we get it. The girlies that get it, get it. <laughs> if not, read it. No, is it November? Yeah. Read yeah, it November if you want, 9. I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what's what. Um, and it would make sense as well, like, because, you know, last thing you want to do is leave that person alone. Yeah. And, like, you'd want to do it for your deceased friend as well. Understandable. But, yeah, look, I don't know where I was going with that. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I get nervous and I want to say things and I always forget. And bring it. And then, like, two days later I'll think of it. And I'm like, oh, I wish I said that on the potty. But, oh, well. But, yeah, messy beginning. They just wanted to bang. Obviously, it didn't happen. And, like, I get, like, also the, you know, I just need to bang you once and then, like, we're good. <laughs> Fair enough. One, one and done. Yeah. But obviously that didn't happen. I mean, that was kind of a thing with in Kenna's uh, chapters early on, too, is, like, she just wants to, like, she hasn't been touched in so long and she was craving mm. for it. And, like, there's this, like, a hot tattoo guy, hot tattoo bartender, like, right in front of yeah. him. Right in front and of him. And then, her. of course, the same as we have spoken about before, like... Yeah, when you are in that situation and, Mm -hmm. like, add multitudes of issues because you haven't been touched sexually or romantically or emotionally in five years and then suddenly, yeah, you're in this position with this guy. You're like, you know what? Send it. Yeah, I'm just going to take the risk. Yeah. Have Have a bit of fun. Why not? But yeah, and it seemed like Ledger wasn't convinced when she, he asked her, oh, did you know who I was? before this whole thing like was this all a ploy first of all very self-centered of you to think that she never yeah. even met you <laughs> she never even yeah. fully heard of you she only recognized your truck dude <laughs> like yeah. relax but yeah he told her to f- tells her to fuck off and get the hell out of town and mm. then he starts d- does all the errands for her he's her uber personal uber and it's like what do you want to do sir it's what? like why are you inserting yeah yourself into yeah. her life when you clearly apparently don't want any part of it i don't know if, I can't. Don't remember if it was like a quick turnaround of opinion for him, but yeah. Well, I'm I don't assuming. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long. If it says in the books how long this takes place, but I'm going with like a bit of like an eight week situation of these events taking place. I'm gonna go with more like maybe six weeks, five weeks. Ooh, shorter. Just could. Yeah, I don't. You know what? I'm anyway. Just so yeah, giggle. he does do a quick turnaround. Yeah. And I think this is one of the first books where it doesn't give like a six month thing mm. or. I don't know, maybe maybe that's why it also felt so quick, because there was no distinct... Yeah. <laughs> when I googled it, I looked. It, it sent me to Goodreads, and one of the comments is like, Colleen Hoover put her whole colicy into this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, oh, but everyone is hurt in it, uh, hurt reading it, so that's all good. Yeah, um... Because, yeah, he, he managed to, like, you know, actually develop real feelings for her quite organically, despite his initial opinion of her. Yeah. Um, it did come across quite, like, cute, but also, yeah, saviour complex. It's like, I will save this girl. And then, like, oh, I will protect your child. I'll look after her when you leave. Even though he has, I don't think he has any entitlement at all. Yeah. But you know what? That situation, I don't know if you have this dude on TikTok, but it's an Australian guy and his neighbor has a kid who's like, oh, yeah. And they banter. Yeah, like it gives me that vibes. Yeah. But like he is not entitled to her in any sort of parental manner, you know? 
And then also because like that's so awkward is not the right word. But if he was to get like if Kenna wasn't in the picture and yeah he was to get a partner and that was an issue wasn't it? Like there yeah, was a girl yeah. yeah that he got a partner and she was like no you have to choose between our family our future family or DM and he chose yeah, DM. Yeah exactly. And it's like yeah so you come into this guy so if I started dating Ledger or whatever. And then, do, like, am I a step parent? Like, what makes me in that situation, like, to this girl? Like, yeah, it's such a weird dynamic. Yeah, and then, yeah, if you're taking on that responsibility, you're stuck in this town now. Yeah, like you're stuck in this life until she's eighteen or whatever. And yeah, that it was there was also another issue because he's trying to sell the house across the street, and then yeah. DM had a huge tantrum over it, and so he, and he eventually doesn't do that. Yeah, and then what if the grandparents die? Do you then take it on? Like, what happens then? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he has no real parental control. So, but yeah, it gave me that that TikToker vibes. The guy and the and the young young girl, just mm. like just like buddies, but like it got attached very quick. Yeah, yeah. Weird. I'm sure there's a di- like this dynamic happens in real life, but like just for this book in particular, it just didn't seem to explain quite well. He was just like there. Yeah, being a parent, a relative parent. I think, I don't know, like, yeah, he's lost his best friend, he's, like, has this bar, he's trying to do all these things, he's just, like, lost his girlfriend or whatever, and he's like, okay, like, I guess I'm going to put my whole legacy into, (laughs) (laughs) like, protecting my best friend's legacy by helping raise his daughter. (laughs) Legacy. Legacy was the better way than saying legacy, legacy or whatever. Legacy. (laughs) He I know, I know. I know. Oh no. He put his whole legacy into protecting the legacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate us. I hate to talk. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, I don't know. Weird dynamic from the get go. But of course, it has to bring tension and conflict, and we love that. Mm. And DM was four years old. She's pretty like articulate for a four year old, four or five year old. I was like, come <laughs> on. Like, I have a niece that's four claire three four yeah but <laughs> you can cut this out but are your niece's parents the smartest people you've ever met <laughs> <laughs> hey they don't listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> but like still like they're not like i feel like other children as well are not that articulate like maybe it's a touch of the tism <laughs> maybe <laughs> oh, I don't know but yeah like I think but I think that's just the way Coho writes is she a mother does she have kids or is that Sarah J Mass that's, that's pregnant I don't even know anymore I don't know I know that she hasn't had an abortion <laughs> <laughs> it's a touchy subject now we can't make a joke about we can't, we can't joke Kizzy <laughs> oh. is looking at Oh, she does have kids. She has Kale, Levi, and Beckham. I wonder how Kale is spelt. With a C. Kale, C-A-L-E? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. She grew up in Saltillo, Texas, and graduated from Saltillo High School in 1998. Oh, nice. In 2000, she married Heath Hoover. What a what name. You... Yeah, I was just going to say, what a name, Heath Hoover. Yeah, they have three sons together. Funny how a lot of the books, the, the babies are female. Uh, little girls <laughs> maybe that's a hit she's manifesting she wants a daughter i reckon <laughs> sorry this is just pure speculation and absolute bullshit don't take any of this seriously from what we say but i suppose it's good to have um i don't know hang on but it gives off a good like neighbor vibes as well like the overly helpful neighbor legend yep. does 
mm-hmm. being across the street, the what T-ball coach and all that type of stuff as well. Yeah, like he's very involved. He's a busy man. Yeah, Lejussi. Lejussi. <laughs> he's a rich Lejussi. Maybe we can just trickle through some other characters and we can give like quick little I don't know uh, descriptions of them, like if we like them or not. I guess uh, Amy the boss. She was pretty cool just because she just because she gave Kenner a chance. We love that. Yeah. Ledger also in the end gave Kenner a chance, but didn't was very short lived. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, who else? There was Roman. The other I liked bartender. Roman, but he was very much like an exposition dump character. Yeah, for sure. And like that device to make Ledger jealous, even though he felt like he probably shouldn't be jealous, but he got jealous yeah. anyway. Yeah. Even Leah, in a sense, too, because when Marianne uh, was like, oh, Leah's here at the bar, Kenna got quite jealous. And it's like, <laughs> you guys don't have a right to be jealous with each other. Relax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roman was cool. Uh, Marianne. I think that's pretty much it. Like, Grace, Patrick. Oh, um, Ledger's parents, Robin and Benji, they were quite supportive and they're very kind of happy with his decision almost he's like i like them i like the parents yeah who are like you know what i don't understand but you do you you're happy yeah you if you support her then we support you yeah or you support what she's about then we support and because you. yeah that. like always um also like so triggering because of past relationships <clears throat> spatula um if yeah i mean if someone's partner is like hang on let me rephrase this Okay. So, yeah, so he is obviously in love with Kenna and then his parents are like, yeah, whatever, like, it's like, obviously he sees something in her that, like, is good for him or that he loves. So, like, let love love. Yep, for sure. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Oh, because, like, DM's grandparents are like, no, we hate her. And it's like, well, Scotty, this guy that you've seen, that, like, you've known his whole life, essentially, because he was Scotty's best friend or whatever. Um, and then you've seen here how he essentially like helps raise DM. Like you trust this guy, you love this guy, you know he has a good heart. Like obviously he has to see something in her. Yeah, right. I understand now. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Now they're just living in the hate train their yeah. entire lives. But also I get it because their son died. Perceivably, it is very much her fault. Which it, it is her fault to be honest. Yeah. No matter how much of an accident it was in a shitty situation, it ultimately was her fault, but she did serve her, her time. She did serve yeah. her time though, so. Yeah. What, what do you do? Mm. There were chapters, or during the letters, where Kenna was like, oh, Scotty and I were looking at engagement rings, and he bought all these rubber rings for my fingers, and it's mm-hmm. like, this dude, this guy wanted to marry this girl, and like, you're, you're hung up negatively about her like again like if he saw something in her then like surely she she's all right but Mm. it's just all those little perceived moments where like oh she's nothing but a smoking drug using Mm -hmm. whore or something like yeah it was frustrating yeah and then even more frustrating was the come around real quick Mm -hmm. how did you feel about patrick whacking ledger in the face he climbed into it (laughs) i think though like for a long time like patrick probably needed like like he needed yeah and like it probably yeah didn't make sense afterwards but like yeah you're caught up in the moment yeah he probably felt betrayed by ledger because he chose the side of the murderer yeah instead of yeah the side of his son and there was no i think he did apologize he was oh he i think he apologized but he didn't regret it Mm. see it's so conflicting because everyone seems to be in the right but they're also in the wrong yeah they're also like it's fair enough you know yeah see it, it's good it's it's a good book in that sense where it gives you those conflicting emotions and you don't know what to think yeah uh i hadn't a thought throughout the day that there must i feel like there was going to be more of a resolution to something and i forget what it was 
Oh yeah, I think it was the res the because yeah, she had a bit of a memory gap in what yeah. happened and how she ended home. I thought that was going to be used to give us more of a resolution. Yeah, in yeah. that sense. So I felt a bit like, well, yeah, well, what did happen between the point between when you left and when you ended up at home? Because like, it's fucking yeah. impressive if she managed to end up at home. Yeah, I know. I would have liked to have seen like I don't know someone picked her up or something like. Or, like, even what would have been cool is, like, if, like, yeah, Ledger had, like, seen her or whatever mm. and, like, picked her up and then been like, oh, my God, like, you're that girl that, like, five years ago I yeah. picked up. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, for, and, like, you know, you're shaking in shock, you were hurt, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, yeah. like, you didn't know what to do and she was insistent probably of not getting any help. But that, yeah. actually, that wouldn't be yeah. the point. And then because, again, why wouldn't Scott Ledger go to, like, the court trials? I mean, if there was a like, trial. How does, <laughs> yeah, how does he just not know? Or, like, even, yeah, like, her sentencing. Yeah. How does he just not know who she is? How has he never seen a picture? She, he did, I think he did say she saw a picture of, he saw a picture of her in the newspaper, like, years ago during the sentencing. And But she's a bit different now, like, hair colour and all that type of stuff. I mean, I'm sure prison change prison changes you, buddy. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> I don't want to find out. <laughs> I just thought, like, a pretty funny moment throughout it was, like, in the beginning when she was just offloaded a kitten and a kitten yeah. just, like, became involved. It's like, all right, we're going to have a, a random emotional support pet. I think, yeah, it was to prove that, like, oh, look, I this is my surrogate looking after yeah. daughter. Like. <laughs> yeah. But I loved the story around um, the name Ivy, like, the inmate her inmate yeah. partner or whatever it's like you got to live for yourself or live for your daughter or something like that I don't yeah. know but yeah it was very motivational yes not sure what else to really discuss well, we good time I'm at 50 minutes oh it's been 50 minutes already Jesus yeah. <laughs> Christ I thought we've I thought we've been talking about like nothing almost the no. entire time oh I my suppose God, my little sorry my recorder it's picking up that I'm talking it says speech and then when I laugh <laughs> it says laughter <laughs> it's just laughter (laughs) it's better than mm -mm, yeah 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 mm -mm. I do have a few yeah yeah yeahs and a few yeah yeah yes (laughs) as it should as it should I mean we have I mean it's a pretty straightforward book so there's no real reason to really go through the plot like just some of the main stuff was like I guess the restraining order and trying to contact Grace and Patrick and try and see DM and also, I think Ledger giving her a job was quite significant because he was in that moment where he was like, all right, this, we want this chick to fucking leave. I will help yeah. her fucking leave. But then, obviously, in the process, starts to fall, fall in love. <laughs> Sorry, I thought James was a cat. <laughs> it said cat. <laughs> love it. But yeah, very quick ending resolution. I didn't quite yeah. like that. Everything just seemed all forgiven. It's very Allah. November 9 with, oh, you burnt my house down. <laughs> I'm just going to love you anyway. Yeah. Oh, you tried to kill me and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, like I killed your son, but like I'm going to have my daughter back now. Yeah. And I'm going to marry the best, love the best But friend. I think, yeah, it does sort of, you know, I just spat everywhere. Um, It does sort of leave it open-ended in that like, of like they're happy for her to like be with DM, but like obviously there's things that need to be put in place to like, but then it has that time jump where she has, the baby with Ledger and they name it Scotty. Did, did I miss something? Bro. <laughs> I, I didn't know this. Yeah. Where was this? Oh, the epilogue. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, 
Okay, give you a second. You know how seriously I take naming things. I thought long and hard about what to name Dee and when she was born and I even took three days to name Ivy. The last name I handed out two weeks ago was by far one of the more important ones, yet somehow the easiest name to come up with. When they placed our newborn son on my chest, I looked down at him through teary eyes and said, Hi, Scotty. Listen, to be fair, I did finish this book uh, last night. (laughs) I I, I read it, started at 9.30 and I ended at 12.30, so. So I must have missed the epilogue bit. And like, here's the thing, like, they're very quick to go off and have another kid together. Yes. (laughs) I just think also Colleen Hoover has quite the predictable writing style. Yeah. When they eventually, when the leading couple eventually gets together, they're inevitably going to have a kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that heals all the trauma that they've just experienced. So (laughs) we love that. (laughs) I feel like that's just about it, really. Yeah. Again, short, um... Very straightforward book. Read it in no time. Pretty much three and a half hours, I think. Yeah, I read it in a, in one sitting as well, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, not my favourite. Devastating subject matter, which is fine, but we shall see what the next Coho book we'll read will hold, inevitably. Because yeah. we've, still, we've, got, we've got a few to go, Kenzie. We've got more I than know. a few to go. Are we going to read all of them? <laughs> I mean, we can try. Yeah. <laughs> Sporadically, if we need to break anything up, we'll be like, just read a Coho book. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if all her books are set in, like, the same... Universe. Like, it's, weird, it's weird to say universe because it is modern romance. Yeah. I mean, we already got a snippet of it in another other two books, so why go. not? Oh, look <laughs> at him. James looks so smart. <laughs> so big for his face. But yeah, I guess final thoughts, appeal- thoughts, feelings, emotions? Um, again, like, this book... <sighs> It's a good book. I hate being like, this book destroyed me and I cried because when I say that, it means it's a good book. Um, but yeah, again, like I said at the start, like I wouldn't, I would recommend, I would, I think I will always recommend maybe Ugly Love first to people and then it ends with us. And then maybe this one. Verity's, mm. you gotta like really cooked. like. <laughs> Verity is so Yeah. Cooked. You'll be like to someone, do you like to be messed up? Like, <laughs> yeah. And there's lots of heavy, there's so much heavy content in that. But yeah, this is good. This is like a nice light. I think it's like, I would call it a feel good book because it does all end up really good in the end yeah even though like all her books are but yeah this this is a very hopeful book as well i would think yeah yeah yeah, yeah not my favorite um for the reasons that i've stated throughout the podcast yeah that's all, that's all i really want to say like and it is yeah very devastating subject matter again i wanted to kind of bore my eyes out there was there was that the moment just with her meeting uh dm was was it so yeah do you think scotty would have approved their relationship I mean, if you were still alive, probably no. Oh, well, yeah, come on. Like, you know what I mean. Like, you know, in in the heaven, looking down, he's like, they've done all right, you know? I think so. I think, yeah, like, he's like, in an ideal world, that would be him. But, like, I guess that's the best that you can do is his best friend. Yeah. Almost loves his daughter so fiercely. Yeah. Protectively, even though it's weird if we even accept that. Alrighty. I think we might. I think that's all we want to talk about. Nothing else? No. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to check us out on the socials. We want to hear your opinions, so please comment on YouTube or Spotify, TikTok, Letterbox Book Club. You'll find us somewhere. You'll be able to find us everywhere. Yeah. Tune in next week for a special edition of the podcast, which is a little bit more of a casual chit-chat, get-together, get-to-know-us. Yeah. I've got I've got some very funky questions to ask you, Kenzie. So. Oh, I'm excited. So I'll give you time to prepare. It's going to be good. Yeah, send them to me so I can write my answers down. Yeah, all good. Alrighty, tune in next week for getting to know us. And yeah, see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.